Bloomberg Laws brought to you by USCF. Invest in what's real. Visit uscfinvestments.com. That's uscfinvestments.com. While there's been constant comment over the personnel changes in the Trump White House, unnoticed are the personnel changes he is succeeding in making on the federal bench. Trump is outpacing both his predecessors in confirming federal judges who have lifetime tenures. This week, Alabama lawyer Kevin Newsom was confirmed to a seat on the 11th Circuit Court of Appeals on a 66 to 31 vote, Trump's fifth federal judge to be confirmed, including Supreme Court Justice Neil Gorsuch. Joining me is Carl Tobias, a professor at the University of Richmond Law School, who is an expert in the federal judiciary. Carl, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell's tactic to keep the late Justice Antonin Scalia's seat open was widely discussed and much criticized. But we didn't hear as much about McConnell's campaign to stop President Obama from filling vacancies on the federal bench. How did he do that when we had Chief Justice John Roberts complaining for years about the number of judicial vacancies and calling it a crisis? Well, for the last two years of the Obama administration, the majority leader simply refused to allow floor votes on many of President Obama's nominees uh, and only confirmed the fewest circuit judges, two, during that period uh, since the 19th century. Uh, But uh, what that meant was, uh, and today we're still at a point where there are almost 130 circuit and district court vacancies around the country. Now, Trump is outpacing both his predecessors. President Obama had no judges confirmed during his first six months at the White House, and President Bush didn't have three judges confirmed until August of his first term. How else do you compare uh, Trump's record with his predecessors? Well, you you look at a whole number of different factors. Uh, I think one concern for Democrats has been that some of the circuit nominees especially are quite conservative. But, of course, the president ran on that as an important part of his campaign and platform. Uh, And so he's delivering on his promise. Um, And so uh, we'll have to see. Um, Both of the other administrations did uh, begin slowly, and uh, Trump has been very quick by way of nominating. Um, And the question is whether the Senate can keep up uh, and uh, follow through by confirming uh, all of the nominees he has named so far and uh, will continue to nominate. So we'll have to see how it plays out. Um, I think the White House is not very realistic about how quickly you can move someone from nomination to confirmation, Um, even though Senator Grassley, chair of judiciary, has been doing all that he can to schedule uh, nominees for hearings uh, and then votes in the committee um, before they move to the floor. Tell us about the so-called blue slip that uh, Democrats may be trying to use. Well, in the last, in all eight years of the Obama administration, um, both Senator Grassley, when he was chair the last two years, and Senator Leahy was chair the first six years 
honored the blue slip policy in the sense that they would not move on a nominee and provide a hearing unless both home state senators had submitted the blue slips. And uh, so Democrats, of course, believe in fairness that the same policy should now apply. And so unless Senator Grassley receives those two blue slips from the home state senators, he ought not to schedule a hearing. He hasn't scheduled a hearing for anyone yet. But there's been enormous pressure uh, from commentators and groups uh, who are mostly conservative uh, to abolish that uh, procedure that's 100 years old, uh, first adopted in the teens, um, 1917, and some people say as early as 1913, um, and especially uh, was practiced this way in the last eight years. Uh, and so we'll see. Uh, Senator Grassley has mentioned that there might be exceptions, uh, and the one prominent one is perhaps differentiating circuit from district uh, nominees, but that seems uh, unfair and inappropriate to me because uh, Republicans and Democrats alike treat the circuit nominees as more important than the district nominees. And so, have, yeah, have, go ahead. Have Democrats been using that blue slip to stall or block nominees? Well, I think it's too early to tell. Uh, certainly Republicans uh, held on to blue slips sometimes for as long as a year. Um, during the Obama years, uh, and some people, certainly in 2016 at the appellate level, never received hearings. Um, and it's so early in the administration, it's difficult to tell. It does seem like the Democratic senators are doing their due diligence by way of investigating home state um, nominees. And uh, there, at least from the Democratic perspective, has been concerns about nominations without consultation from the White House. That's a disputed uh, matter. Uh, I think the nominations just go more smoothly when the White House consults, and President Obama always did that by way of talking with the home state senators and not even nominating people uh, for whom there was not home state senator support. What is the likelihood that President Trump will be able to considerably move the federal judiciary to the right? Well, as I mentioned earlier, some of, uh, and especially the appellate nominees, are quite conservative politically. And so if he enjoys success at that level, there are 20 uh, vacancies now, and he's nominated for a number of those seats. Uh, it could change the complexion, certainly in specific circuits and uh, perhaps nationwide. So I think we'll just have to see uh, how that works out. But 20 uh, vacancies is quite a few out of uh, 179. The percentage is, is high. And uh, in about 30 seconds, are the bulk of his nominations the ones that were handpicked and vetted by the conservative legal think tanks, such as the Heritage Foundation? Well, I think the Federalist Society has had the most to do with suggesting names for the appellate bench. And so I think that's true, uh, probably less so at the district court level. 
Thanks so much, as always, for being on Bloomberg Law. That's Carl Tobias. He is a professor at the Richmond University College of Law.